Hello world, my name is Harmony and I'm a medical cannabis patient here to educate you about medical cannabis. I want to start engaging with my audience, so if you have any questions, topics you want me to cover, or to just share your experience, call in at 513-839-2651 and leave a voicemail. I will put it on the show and answer accordingly. I would love to hear from you. I also want to thank everyone for listening to the show. If you like what I do and would like to support me and help make this show possible, tap the link in the description or go to anchor.fm slash harmony dash t-a-r-r-a-n-t to become a monthly supporter. If you do become a supporter, call in and leave a voicemail. Let me know so I can thank you and tell me a topic you would like me to talk about in the genre of cannabis. Now, on to your regularly scheduled program. Today's topic is all about cannabinoids. Now, I did an episode kind of starting this topic called Cannabinoids and Terpenes, where I gave little examples of what some cannabinoids and terpenes are and what they do. Today, we are just focusing on cannabinoids, and I will do my best to at least get all the important ones on here. But first... What is a cannabinoid? According to Leafly, cannabinoids are the chemical compounds secreted by cannabis flowers to an array of symptoms such as pain, nausea, anxiety, and inflammation. These work their medical magic by imitating compounds our bodies naturally produce called endocannabinoids, which activate to maintain internal stability and health. To put a complex system simply, They mediate communication between cells, and when there is a deficiency problem with our endocannabinoid system, unpleasant symptoms and physical complications occur. End quote. So, a cannabinoid is a compound in cannabis that is also present in our endocannabinoid system. The reason we feel relief from cannabis is because of an endocannabinoid deficiency. Basically, one if not several endocannabinoid receptors in our natural body stop firing properly. So when we consume the plant with the same compounds, we make up that deficiency and therefore get relief. It's the same concept of having anemia and taking iron tablets to make up the iron deficiency. Of course, just to note that our bodies are more complex than this and have several receptor systems in our body. Cannabis could be the sole medication for, say, epilepsy, but you could need several medications, including cannabis, for something like Crohn's or some rare disease. I am not suggesting that cannabis is the only medication just because we get endocannabinoid deficiencies. You still need to go to a doctor regardless and seek out other possible treatments. Cannabinoids are compounds that are only found in the cannabis plant in our bodies, while terpenes can be found in any plant. I'm going to list some major cannabinoids and then I will explain what they do. The major cannabinoids present in cannabis are CBGA, THCA, CBDA, CBCA, CBGVA, THCVA, CBDVA, CBCVA. Now the A is 
the word for acid, and once you heat up the plant, the A goes away. So, once heated, the cannabinoids are really CBG, THC, CBD, CBC, CBGV, THCV, CBDV, CBCV. THC and THCV are the only cannabinoids that have clear psychoactive effects. Though what's interesting is if you take THCV in a small dose, it counteracts THC effects like CBD does. And when cannabis ages, THC can turn into CBN, which is more of a sedating slash sleepy feeling rather than a high. So, what are the effects of these cannabinoids? CBG can be effective in treating glaucoma because it reduces intraocular pressure. CBG can be effective in decreasing inflammation, including those with irritable bowel disease. CBG can be effective in having antibacterial properties specifically studied in skin infections. CBG, when purified, can increase appetite. THC, as we know, gets its high and can provide us munchies, relaxation, paranoia, dry eyes and mouth, and can affect short-term memory. But did you know THC also has medical effects? THC is effective in treating PTSD, neuropathic and chronic pain, insomnia, nausea, inflammation, arthritis, migraines, Crohn's disease, fibromyalgia, multiple sclerosis, glaucoma, ADHD, sleep apnea, and appetite loss. Though, I will also note that the reason that there are more effects slash notes on THC than the rest of the cannabinoids is because THC is the most researched since it has always been the most prevalent and since it provides a high, one of the more interesting cannabinoids. I believe we will find more and more effects, good and bad, on more cannabinoids once we research more about those other cannabinoids. I will skip CBD because I already did an episode on it. If you want to know the effects of CBD, look for all about that CBD in my podcast profile. CBC is interesting because by itself it poorly binds to receptors, but combined with all other cannabinoids called the entourage effect, it can be a powerful compound. CBC can bind to TRPV1 and TRPA1. Both are linked to pain perception. When CBC is combined with other cannabinoids, it can be a powerful anti-inflammatory. They work differently than NSAIDs do, such as ibuprofen, and don't have the side effects of these medications. Specifically, CBC combined with THC has a great anti-inflammatory response, an even greater effect than the anti-inflammatory properties by themselves. CBC had a positive effect on neural stem progenitor cells, which is essential to healthy brain function. NSPC became more viable in the presence of CBC, which shows promise because NSPC differentiates into astrogeal cells, the most important cells to maintain brain homeostasis. 
So to put that in simpler terms, a uh, neural stem prognator cell is a stem cell in the brain responsible for generating neurons in the nervous system and creating slash turning into different cells in the body. In this case, it would be a astrogeal cell. Astrogeal cells are developed in the brain and spinal cord and are responsible for storing and releasing glucose, providing lactate in the metabolism, maintaining a blood-brain barrier, maintaining a healthy potassium level, modulation slash regulate synaptic transmission, transmitter uptake and release, regulate blood flow, nervous system repair, and more. So... CBC, in simpler terms, can create more NSPC, which also creates more astrogeal cells, which is responsible to regulate a lot of the body functions, thus creates homeostasis. CBC can treat acne by being an anti-inflammatory and suppressing excessive lipid production in the sebaceous glands which just means it prevents excessive grease from your pores. CBC with CBD and THC creates antidepressant properties. The cannabinoids with V are the same compounds with shorter chemical structures. All in all, cannabinoids play different roles and have different benefits. However, they all worked better together rather than individually which is why medically flour is more important than concentrates or concentrated oils that only have one cannabinoid. I always say that for me personally, I need a higher percentage of THC, but even concentrates are never as relieving as the entourage effect, meaning the whole plant. So I like to think of it as my relief is due to all of the cannabinoids rather than THC alone. I just happen to need a medicated state. Other people may not need that, and that's the beauty of this plant. If you breed it the right way, you can get cannabis high in any cannabinoid you'd need more of. We just need growers to get on that, especially for the medical states or areas. More research needs to be focused on these other cannabinoids so we know more about their, their effects. Until then, this is all we have. I hope you learned something about cannabinoids today. If you have a topic or question, call in at 513-839-2651 and leave a voicemail. If you like what I do here and would like to support me, click the link in the description. Stay medicated if this is your journey, and peace!